This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Caroline, you should tell them about the newest thing that Bloody Happy Hour is doing. A Patreon. It's a Patreon. What is that? Um, That means you're basically like a VIP member and there's two different levels that you can, you know, subscribe to and you get you get some perks. You maybe get like merch a little earlier. You get or exclusive merch, exclusive merch. You could get um, first dibs on signing up for a live show. You get episodes with no commercials. You get our video because our video is no longer available on YouTube. It is only on Patreon. And the most important to me is you get videos of our live shows. So if you are far away and you couldn't make our last live show it will be on the website we're going to record this future live show it's going to be on patreon but also bonus episodes each month you guys tell us all the time you want more episodes this is a way for you to get more episodes so you're going to get our basic tuesday thursdays that we always put out right but if you're on a patreon your vip you're going to get more I can't wait to talk about in detail some more stories because I always have a lot of details I want to go to. I can law-splain. I might read a book. <laughs> they just unsubscribed. <laughs> they. This is also going to be the exclusive place that Dirty Chat is going to go to. So if that is breaking some of your hearts, just go ahead and subscribe now. In order to hear the full content, it's going to be Patreon. Where do they go again? Patreon.com slash bloody happy hour. Don't forget to stay aware, stay alive, and always be DTF. Hey y'all, I'm April. And I'm Caroline. And this is your bloody happy hour. Caroline, are you ready for this? This is your newest guilty pleasure. It's the bloodiest part of your week. Did we say something about it also being happy hour? Showed in. Because we're about to be sipping on some murder. Bloody happy hour. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. Hey, y'all, this is April. And this is Caroline. This is your bloody happy hour. Oh, it's time to get bloody. It is time. But before we get bloody, we must get better. Oh, good thing you said that, April, because this episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. So, you know, if you're thinking of starting to therapy, this is the perfect time to start the therapy. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. 
Uh, you fill out a brief online questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist and then you can change your therapist at any time for no additional charge if they don't work out. Yeah, and today might be a good day because if your cell phone crashed <laughs> for hours, I, I'm sure that brought on a lot of anxiety for a lot of people. It did. So yes. go to the website and put in bloody and you get 10% off. And you go to betterhelp.com. That's betterhelp.com slash bloody. Do it now. Do it, do it. Speaking of cell phones, April, were you on SOS today? I was not. Wow. I don't, hmm. I guess they don't, AI doesn't want to take over my life yet. Well, they want to take over mine <laughs> because I'm pretty sure I'm on a watch list. And <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Was it, did you update your phone? Because there was an update. Oh, yeah. It would have updated automatically, I think. Well, mine t always tells me it's going to update automatically, but then I wake up and it's like, you're, uh, it was not updated. And I'm like, well, you told me you're going to update and then you didn't update. But then it, but then I updated it. And I don't remember if I was SOS before update or after. Yeah. But I was SOS, meaning I couldn't like I had Wi-Fi at home so I could everything was fine. But it's on when I got in the car and drove to work. You're like, what do I do with myself? Do I sit it, in like quiet? It, it, it was literally like weather was like nothing. Like you couldn't even look at weather. Like the Netflix movie. Literally, the phone was like it just, I could have just thrown it in the trash. So, you know what I had to do? I had to listen to the radio. Oh, did you, what station did you The radio. I didn't even know my car still had a radio. <laughs> I mean, I, went, no I went through literally every station. I was, first I was at church, I was in Gospel Channel, I was a Gospel <laughs> Station. Then I went to Tejano and I'm like, oh, Selena, Selena, I'm listening to Tejano. And then I'm Country Star. <laughs> I'm listening to all kinds Doing of it all. Yes, yes. And I did a little hip hop. I did I tried to do some talk rate. Nope. Couldn't do the talk rate. I mean, I went through every state. I didn't know there were so many stations that were in Waco. Did you push seek? Remember back uh, in the day you yeah. pushed the seek? Yeah. Is it the seek button? Yes, it was the or seek button, but I didn't even know where the freaking seek <laughs> button was. I just kept like turning the little dial. I don't know. I you know, it was it was kind of nice because I was like listening to songs I hadn't heard in a long time. Yeah. But I had to go back home because I couldn't survive at work <laughs> without my device. Goodness, goodness. I, I think there was a couple of AT&T workers got beat up. And it's not even their problem. It's really not. It's an, it was mm -mm. a network problem. Like, it's not. It affected some other. JoJo like, that works at the <clears throat> at the store. It's not. No, it's, he, he no. can't fix it. Mm -mm. I don't know why they, people are trying to go up and. No. Mm -mm. Sorry. The but line was I so long. Been, could, could you imagine if. You know, because, yeah, you could you can download stuff to the phone and then you can have access to it. But, like, I didn't even know what was going on by the time I was It's leaving. like when you're on an airplane. Yes. But you couldn't prep before and download yes, things. Yes, you weren't prepared. Yeah. So I was just, like, gladly I wasn't driving far. Yeah. I, I would have had to cancel. I would have had, like, sorry, I can't drive there. I have no... Because <laughs> you can't text either. You couldn't get text. You couldn't get e like nothing. Literally nothing. Nothing. I know. Can you even believe that? You should have got some better help. Well, I think I might now. I'm going to have to. Um, okay, let's get into some news yes. for today. So I'll start with what's most recent, which is currently, to, well, there's th actually these are all recent. So I'll just, uh, the Rust trial started today. That's the Alex. S T or S K? R U S. I thought it was Rust with a T. 
I don't know. I'm asking you. Oh, the the movie, the Alec Baldwin shooting and oh. all that stuff that happened like forever ago. But it's not him that's his, it's not his trial. It's the other girl's trial, Hannah Gutierrez-Reed. So I just letting people know what that is about. It's, um, so Alec Baldwin was making a movie and he shot cinematographer Helena Hutchins. Um, he pointed the gun. He denies he actually pulled the trigger. He was shooting a scene and he died uh, and he did not expect the gun to be loaded. He did not die. He did not die. He did expect the gun not to be loaded. Yes. Um, so that's understandable, but still there's a question whether he was criminally, criminally negligent, um, in handling it to the point at handling it and pointing it at her. Like you're not supposed to do that even in a movie scene. You're not supposed to point at it. You're not supposed to pull the trigger. And you're the producer. What, what are you picking up the gun and shooting for? I didn't know that until you told us about it. Yeah, he denies time. that he pulled the trigger. Oh, that it went off accidentally? Yes. Oh. But in, but it, it's he's changed his story. In one interview, he talks about how he pulled the trigger. And then the next thing, he's like, I didn't pull the trigger. Mm. But his finger is on the trigger. Yeah. It didn't just go automatically. So, you know, he was charged and not charged and recharged and all this stuff. But so this what what we're doing right now is the girl who's the armor who was in charge of the bullets and the gun. And her dad is like this soup, like a well-known armor guy. Mm -hmm. But apparently she was having to go back and forth between being the armor and another job. She had to roll cigarettes. Oh, or blunts for Snoop Dogg? No, that I, is a job. I, they just said roll cigarettes and apparently only be the armorer for like eight days. She'd she had been emailing people, complaining about she's not getting enough time being this armorer. And then there's some guy ammo who supplies, cigarettes? like the the guy that supplies the bullets or the ammo supplier. He's supposed to check. So it's all these other things that are coming into play, and it's we're, we're trying to figure out like what is her defense going to be, and basically it's going to be that she was possibly set up or whoever set up her the the put the bullets in there did it either on purpose or they did it not knowing that they did it but she i think she's gonna just say that it's it was done on purpose and i have nothing like it wasn't my fault but she's she was the one in charge of it so that's why she's like uh -huh. on a trial for wow i think it's involuntary manslaughter yeah That'd be the only. So that, um, let's see, there would be a duty to check and make sure there are no live rounds. Um, so no matter who might have slipped in the live rounds, which you don't know if somebody did on purpose, maybe an accident, but somebody slipped in those live rounds. And then, of course, it comes down to how negligent she was. And then could you take it back to the <clears throat> manufacturer? Could this be a manufactured I don't mishap? think so because... Because why were there even live rounds on the set? But did they think they bought dead? Or what's the opposite of live rounds? Uh, Fake rounds? I guess. Did they think that blanks they got blanks, but one of them just happened to be not a blank? I know because apparently you can tell by looking at the top of them that there's like a, you can, there's these little circles in the bullets and so the darker circled ones are the bullets and the other ones are not the bullets. So you can, you can really easily tell that. Uh, so, it, but I, 
I don't know. I got a, I got a list this day one of the trial, so I'll I'll report back. But this is um, kind of an advantage for Alec Baldwin because he's not. This isn't his trial, so he's able to like watch, watch. kind of like Chad Daybell's able to watch Larry Daybell's, and Crumley was able to watch Crumley number one, and yeah, whatever. We'll see. It could be a totally different. I don't know, but apparently there's a lot of people interested in this because because Alec, like, I loved Alec. Oh, he's hilarious. I know, but I can't stand his his wife and his. He's so annoying now. He's oh, just, I don't know the wife. I just oh Elena liked... Hutchins. Helena. Oh, Hilaria. Hilaria. I loved when he was Karen Walker's boyfriend on Will and Grace. Do you remember when he? Yeah, was, like I like him hilarious. to be an actor, but I don't like him as a person. Oh, because you know, I know. I don't know how to differentiate. <laughs> and now a word from our sponsors. Hi, and welcome to Bustles and Bangers with your hostess, Rachel and Christopher. I love it when you say my name. And you didn't say hi. I didn't. You you just kept going. I'm going to introduce the book. I'm <laughs> not reading it It's because I don't like reading. Girls like cowboy butts, you know, and those jeans don't hide anything. Mm. Find us on Instagram at Bustles and Bangers or on RogueMediaNetwork.com. Hey, I'm Blair. And I'm Brittany. And we're the host of By, By the, the Cover, Cover Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> we cover everything from mysteries, thrillers, romance, chiclet, and even some smut. Don't forget the smut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're so excited to get this thing going and share this with you guys. We've been talking about this for months, and it's finally, finally happening. Yes. Special shout out to Rogue Media for helping us with this. For sure. For <laughs> sure. You can find us on Instagram at by the cover underscore podcast. You can also find us on Facebook and TikTok, so don't forget to give us a follow on those two also. And we are so excited to dive into some of our favorite books and share those with you. We can't wait. Hope you love it. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. <laughs> well, which of the worst? Okay. Mm, Want to end on a bad? Oh, gosh, they're all bad. Okay, let's just go. Let's go. L let me give you an update for Gabby Petito or for the Petito mm -hmm. Laundry. So um, we're not going to see a Petito versus Laundry trial in May because yeah. they have settled in mediation. And in a press release to JB, hey, JB, WFLA, so the yeah. Florida guy. Yeah. Um, the press release that they released says after a long day of mediation, a confidential resolution, meaning, well, it says a, conf a confidential resolution, meaning we're not going to know what happened. Mm -mm. We're not going to know what was resolved, what was what was settled or what happened. Um, and this has been reached between the parents of Gabby Petito and the parents of Brian Laundrie. 
and attorney Stephen Bertolino, to which all parties reluctantly agreed in order to avoid further legal expenses and prolonged personal conflict. Petito's family said in a statement, our hope is to close this chapter of our lives to allow us to move on and continue to honor the legacy of our beautiful daughter, Gabby. So I hope the Petitos found the answers they were wanting to find and whatever they were looking for and hopefully some closure. I know. Like, um, what could it be? I'm shocked they, they settled. I know it, it could not have been a money thing because they were not like the dad from like day, like even listening to Peter Tragos, the lawyer, you know, he was saying how like, he's like, most of, most of the time they can settle like cases like the civil cases like this will settle. They will settle. But, Petito's dad was like, I am like, there's no amount of money. There's no amount of money. Mm -hmm. So it had to come. I. There had to have still been money in there, but it had to have been like some type of truth session. Not confession, but almost confession. Like this is what really happened. But then if it's confidential, does that mean the Petitos can never come out and say like no, either party can. Never come out and say. I. That's what it sounds like. I mean, the only way you would have peace. They had to. They had to. I don't know because, like, unless they, unless the Petitos were like, you, you are not going to get anywhere in a civil trial, and so you just need to do. You just need to take what you can get, which is what they're offering, and they're offering to tell you maybe what happened. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, like. But the whole thing, like, you know, you want the world to know, like, oh, I want the world to know what you did or didn't do. I think the world really already well, yeah. knows, we, but we not. Think that mm-hmm. he, we think that Brian told, because there was also text messages and stuff that was revealed. And it's like, they know there was, they know that Brian called the dad, said, Gabby's gone and I need a, I need a lawyer. And, but dad could have been like, okay, I'm not going to ask what happened because if you need a lawyer and you said Gabby's gone, so I'm not asking, but let's get you a lawyer. Yeah. But then he came back and they spent this camping trip together and then, like, when did he leave? Why did he kill? Like, what happened? How did, what all happened during those weeks? Mm. So, yeah, that's real bad. Um, also, today we had a verdict for Harmony Montgomery trial, which... Adam and Kayla there. We, I think I mentioned it a couple weeks ago. So after six hours of deliberation over two days, Adam Montgomery has been found guilty for murdering his five-year-old daughter, Harmony Montgomery. Um, they, today is when they did it, February 22nd. He's, uh, convicted of second degree murder, second degree assault, falsifying evidence, abuse of a corpse and tampering with evidence. Um, so throughout this two-week trial, they presented evidence that Montgomery beat Harmony, took opioids, and then ordered food at Burger King while she succumbed to her injuries in the backseat of his car. And upon realizing her death, he concealed her body. You might you you might remember this now. For months, yeah. he then stuffed her into a duffel bag, then into a cooler. He later th- rented a U-Haul truck, discarded the victim's body somewhere outside of Boston. We still we don't never- know where the body is. Nothing. Mm. Um, so for nearly, nearly two years, he said nothing and he denied harming her, claiming that he returned harmony to his biological, to her biological mother. Um, this happened December 7th, 2019. Um, 
Kayla Montgomery, which was his wife at the time, was also in the car. Like all this happened in the car. Adam's driving, Kayla's passenger seat, Harmony's in the back seat, and Kayla's two other kids are also in the back seat whenever Adam turns around and just starts hitting her in the face because she peed and pooped yeah, her pants and yeah. then they never went to go clean her and all this stuff. Um and do 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 bio mom had lost custody of her in 2018 but drugs. then adam blocked her this has there was drugs yeah. in every step of this little girl's life and so one thing that was also very interesting is that he never one day showed up to trial what is you know you don't have gay, you don't have to come apparently not so in he new just hampshire stayed in jail I remember this day, two, he was there for jury selection, and that's it. What? He never showed back up, and one one of the days, we were told that he refused to, ca to do a cavity search, and so he stayed in his cell. But they said that during sentencing, he will be forced to come to wow. be there for sentencing. Mm-hmm. He did not even want to fess, like face what he did. Because they tried to blame everything on Kayla, the ex-wife, or the former wife. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So is she going to have her own trial? She, took she a made a deal. deal. That's right. Yeah. yeah. But I'm, she's just, she's not innocent. She's just, yeah. yeah. I mean, she it's got probably her idea. <clears throat> and... To the latest. Uh, another little girl. Audrey. Yes. And I got some new updates today that I was not aware of that I guess kind of developed overnight. So here is, I'll start with the fun finality of it. Don McDougal. I need it. What's his, what, what I need a name for him. I didn't follow it because I was watching Nisa oh, Tisa, so I was been okay. waiting on you. <laughs> so this guy, uh, Don Mc, oh my God, McDougal, yeah, McDougal, uh, used a rope consistent consistent with the rope that was seen in his vehicle two days earlier during a police traffic stop to tie a large rock. He didn't tie the rock to the body. He tied a rope to a rock that was on the bottom floor of this river, Trinity River. She was then tied to that rope, so she was floating not on she wasn't floating on the surface she was just mid water yeah but i'll tell you more about that Ugh. in a second that the rock was basically weighing her down so she was not going to the surface did she die before that we don't know yet okay so oh what a horrible way investigators said they were able to locate her body in the river using cell phone so records and video analysis like, that's how they knew to, go, I guess, go there. Yeah, um, I saw that. And then, but then they needed help from Trinity River authorities to lower the water level. Um, and they did, so then... Yeah, divers could easy, more easily find her, right? So after removing her body from the river, the sheriff, Brian Ly Byron Lyons, uh, 
said that she was taken to the Harris County Medical Examiner's office in Houston, and they were gonna. That's where they would determine the cause of death. Most likely, they know. I don't know when it will will be released. So, February fifteenth is when it happened. Um, she was reported missing in Livingston, Texas, after she didn't show up for school. She was last seen near her residence about seven a.m. Um, in Livingston, and it's quoted by. Uh, a school report so that she should have caught the school bus at her neighborhood bus stop. However, school officials reported to the sheriff's office that the school bus did not pick her up and she did not report to school. Mm -hmm. So I don't know at that point, I guess that's one thing I'm missing is, well, did the school then call the parents and then like nothing after that? Because I don't, I didn't hear the parents calling the police. It was like a neighbor lady who called the police. Uh... I heard that today. So, um, <clears throat> that was on the 15th. On the 16th, they arrested Don, Don Stephen McDougal, 42, on an unrelated assault charge, but he was considered a person of interest in her disappearance. And the reason that they even knew about this guy is because of this neighbor lady who said she was, said was sus. She, yes, yes. Because it don't take much to figure out he's sus by looking at his ass. So this guy, McDougal, is a friend of Audrey's father and lived in a trailer slash camper, whatever, behind their home, the home that she shared with her father and her grandma. Where's her mama? Her mama, Meth. Mm. Her mama did not have custody of her and because she was on drugs. And it, but she's the one who's been talking on doing interviews and stuff. And it seems like she had been trying to get her back or to get her. But then also from text messages that I saw between uh, McDougal, the murderer and the meth mom is. It sounded like she had never even met Audrey. Wow. And the guy murder guy was like, um, oh, I have a way that you can meet her. I sometimes I take her to school and mama's like, well, I mean, I don't want to do anything that's like against the rule. Like, I don't want to do anything wrong, but I would love to see her and but make sure she feels comfortable with it, because if she wants to see me, that's great. Like, is are you sure this is fine? He's like, yeah, it's no big deal. I'll take her to school. I'll tell her on the way to school and then we'll come meet you after school. Mm -hmm. And then that's all that it was like. And then this was on the 15th. When she yes, went missing? yes. Yes. Oh. And then that was the day because there's like all it's like this whole Facebook message thread that was all over that page or whatever. But after that, yeah, no, she was she was um, never seen for that. But okay, continue. Um he yeah, so he was living in this trailer. He was named a primary person of interest after um in the case after he admitted to leaving the house with Audrey the morning she disappeared, but he would not elaborate uh and he had not confessed to anything. So he's telling the police, "Yeah, I took her to school, but I don't know what else happened after that." Or I uh... I saw her. Did anything else? Um, the sheriff said that this guy had helped on some occasions and took investigators to certain locations to look for her, but was still being fairly uncooperative. Um, they said that they thought that a 2003 dark blue Chevrolet Suburban that was his, uh, was tied to her disappearance. And then there was something about some of his bumper was 
had hit a tree and that that's how they found the connection to his car, something like that. But I don't know how you can, I don't know if tree was on the bumper or bumper was on the tree or vice versa, but that was another thing. Uh, February 20th, which is five days after the disappearance is whenever Audrey's body was recovered from the Trinity river, February 21st, Don McDougal, whatever the fuck was charged with capital murder in connection with her death. Now, let me just first read you a few of his prior convictions. Okay. Are you sure you're ready? So nobody corroborated this, like helped him with this. Mom's not involved. Dad's not involved. Grandma's not involved as of right now. Don Stephen McDougall's criminal history. I to that I don't have the answer. I mean, there could, nobody else has been arrested. Right, I guess right, what I'm asking. Right. Okay, two thousand one possession of marijuana. Two, marijuana. Two thousand two thousand two assault of a public servant. Two thousand three possession of a dangerous drug. Two thousand three assault of a public servant. Two thousand three possession of marijuana. Two thousand five evading arrest or detention. Two thousand six theft of more than fifteen hundred, but less than twenty thousand. Two thousand six possession of meth. Two thousand seven. Put an asterisk by this one, enticing a child. Okay. Mm, now mm-hmm. we'll come back to that. 2009, unauthorized use of a vehicle. 2010, aggravated, aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. 2014, theft of property less than 500. Uh, 2014, reckless driving. 2019, assault causing bodily injury. 2020, harassment. 2020, unauthorized use of vehicle. 2023, resisting arrest, search, or transportation. So he took off 21 and 22, and every other year he's been doing some shit. Yes. So, Tim Miller. EquiSearch? Yes. Uh-huh. He was just on Nancy Grace. So this is what he said. He was called in the day after... Uh, he said the day after that they were called in is whenever they found articles of clothing along the shore or the... Mm. along the river mm-hmm. shoreline of the river um and he said at first they found evidence and nancy was like well what what kind of what did you find like was it was it clothing was it shoes and she's like crying and he's like well i just don't really want to say pair of jeans we found she got it out of him <laughs> nancy. she got it out of him and so then he said, once they saw that, that's when they got the sonar out. So they got the sonar out. Um, and then that's when we found out about the rock. The rock was on the river. The rock was on the bed. That's how we found out she was. And so what she was doing was she was tied to this rope that was like mid in the middle of the river. But he says she's swirling. Because there's such a current, I guess, uh, that like she's just so she's spinning. staying in place, but she's moving. Oh, I know, I know. It's but this is it was it was a very graphic one that last episode and I'm glad I heard it. Um he then and and this guy, Tim, his his daughter was murdered yeah, as yeah. a child, right? So he like this is like really hit hits for him. Um and so he said he kept saying it was like this was the him the murder tying her to that rock was the biggest blessing. Because with the current, he said within 24 hours, she could have been 96 miles away. Oh, no. Because it was this four miles per hour current. And then Nancy Grace was like, So he just was kind of saying over and over, like, they, mm. that was good. That was good. And then we get to the bad part where it's a sex assault. Was she raped? Was she assaulted? And, and do we know yet? Well, no, 
but with, what's the other reasoning to do with, it with the pants being with clothes being off like it, yeah. yeah it's basically it i mean it sounds like it i'm so <clears throat> i'll say that i'm glad we have the death penalty in texas yes um because this does sound like a sex assault and back to the 2007 incident so he had apparently already um been in got into a bed with a 10 year old girl and removed her underwear and pajamas and tried to sex assault her but got off with this cheap plea deal where he didn't even have to admit what he did and they considered this enticing uh no 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 and Texas, no then, come on now. then yeah then they cut it down to enticing which is not even an offense that you have to register for. This oh, is why he was not this a could registered have been sex offender. This could have been avoided. Maybe. You know what? Okay. The Nazi tattoo alone did it for me. Hit McDougal's? Yes. <laughs> a ginormous one on his... He had multiple Nazi tattoos. Uh -huh. He has these... Uh, all these like white supremacist shit on him like like just all whatever these words mean that i don't know what yeah a b whatever i don't know different aryan brotherhood yes what is that this like the skinheads basically it's like the it's like the kkk or something? yeah but like a yes he red, had all that like kkk are like rednecks these are more i don't know they're all kind of rednecks but um i do have a friend not oh. saying this guy's great but i do have a friend um, that I went to high school with that I don't know I've just always loved this friend he's a white guy oh. went to did some time because he flipped out on his um, military police officer and when you're in jail you do have like in prison you have to pick a side like you got to go to the whites you got to go to the blacks you got to go to the Mexicans in order to stay safe according to him when he got out yeah so he got out and he came to visit me and he took off his shirt because that's what he does, very ADHD. And, well, no, he showed me. He said, I just want to show you what I had to get when I was in there to stay safe. And it was a, he's got one of those Nazi things. And um, How do they tattoo you there? I mean, they, I mean. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how they get needles. I mean, I know they do anything, they, but basically. But. Yeah, yeah. There's there's ways. I don't know how. We can bring them on and interview them if you want to. I think we no. need to. I need to know. I need to just go visit. Some people do. And what's so crazy is like now he's like this Christian guy-ish, he says. Oh, they always but are. he's still friends with some of those Aryan Brotherhood guys that are out. But they both did it, allegedly, to be safe. I'm not taking up from a Duke. Right, 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 right. But I mean, I would have just got a little bitty one like that I couldn't see, but they're they I tell mean, you where you need to get it. So he picked the white side, obviously. <laughs> obviously, yeah. <sighs> what side would I pick? Mm. I mean, I feel like they both sides would accept me. Yeah. So yeah, that tattoo alone should have gotten kicked off the property. Um and it was funny because they were like, well, I guess they're going to have Audrey's law now. I mean, what is it going to do? Because she's already dead. Like, what's going to happen now? Who was saying that? Well, that's what they said on, on, yeah, Nancy Grace. Just what's going to be Audrey's law? I don't, I, I, but, you know, every time some a yeah. child is, you know, then they come up with the law or it's this, you know, it's like. 
Maybe if she because had somebody she was, to advocate she, for, well, they could have done not she, the enticing. She was talking to a guy that she had on there was like a legislature guy or a representative. And I can't remember who what his name was, but he was saying that he's like, yes, we are going to pass legislation, legislation to where this situation does not happen again. And we don't have this person like him out on the streets. Yeah. And then she was like, well, you better make sure that it says this and this because they're going to find some prosecutor or some defense attorney is going to find loopholes and they're going to be like, well, this doesn't count as this. And so this. And then she was like, what is that's like, what are the point? What's the point of these laws that come up after the these children have died or whatever because there's holes all over them anyways and yeah. so people get or that I think that was the point of what she was saying. <sighs> so, but here's the thing. I don't know the Audrey's family, would they even checked the the offender listen, checklist like are, are these I don't know, but I'm like you live So he could have been and on where's the dad? Cuz she lived with dad and grandma. Where are they? Why are they not saying anything? Mm. Mama, meth mama over here. She's the only one saying something. She's the only one one that sounds normal. What they probably wanted is that guy was probably paying them money to live on the, in that whatever he was living in on their land, right? Yeah, yeah, behind the house. So yeah. they were just worried about the money. So they didn't give a shit like what kind of record he had. No. So he probably could have been a sex offender and still would have lived well, there. Well, he actually wasn't, was not a, re he's not a registered sex offender. I'm saying like, he could have been, but I don't think that they would have checked either way because they were worried about their money. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, they, they knew, they had to, yeah. You don't look at that guy. You just look at the dude and you don't want him anywhere near a child. And you don't make decisions like that when you got a little girl in your house. Or a kid, period. It's just it's drugs. Just all the drugs. That's all. I mean, wow. So, um, I think that's it. It's good. Good. It's been a good week. Wow. <laughs> so, were you deep diving into that all week? Which one? The following the Audrey case. Uh, Audrey and the pages. And see, I don't. In the beginning of these things, when they happen, and the, uh, there's always a Facebook page that's yeah. created, and it is they always go off. Mm -hmm. but there's so much like BS that gets put out there. Like, cause I'll watch some YouTube people who are covering it and they'll go and they'll, they'll okay, let's sift look at this. Through. So we'll look, yeah, they'll sift through it and I'll sift with them. But then it comes out, it's like, well, this, then like, you know, sometimes they have like 10 GoFundMes for this, mm -hmm. whatever. And it's like fake stuff, fake this, this is fake. This isn't really true, blah, blah, blah. So... I don't get on the Facebook pages, but I let other people do it. But that's where a lot of the stuff happens. Unless it happens on TikTok, which Speaking is where... Speaking of, oh my gosh. You I, and, and I did finally watch the first one, the, the original 10-minute one uh -huh. yesterday. So I have to just... Now that I can like go there. Yes. Okay, so if you're on TikTok, you might have seen a little series come through that's called Who... The F did I marry? And there's this girl on there from Georgia, and she just kind of gives a little 10-minute synopsis of her ex-narcissist, pathological liar <laughs> husband. And then people are so thirsty for more, she creates a series. And she tells every little bit, like every 
part of her relationship from beginning to end in these TikTok series. There's 50 parts. And that seems overwhelming, but it's probably like an extended like podcast. Yeah. You know, um, I didn't really watch her. I listened like I would a podcast. She's yeah. such a great storyteller. Yeah. So her page is Risa Tisa. She's probably made like three hundred thousand dollars. She's now monetized when she really wanted to do, like you telling your Dirty Chad story, she wanted to be vulnerable. She wanted to tell the truth, but she wanted to help somebody mm -hmm. that may be going through the same thing, like trying to, like prevention too. Yeah. Um, um, and, but she's done like way more than that. It is better than any something was wrong that I listen to like it is crazy the sleep like and I didn't know the difference between a compulsive liar and a pathological liar I've just never looked it up yeah and people use it interchangeably like it's the same yeah because we we just think somebody who lies all the time yeah so a compulsive liar usually has a reason to lie like um I'm really on drugs but I don't want you to know that I'm on drugs so I'm gonna tell you this lie because I'm really trying to hide the fact that I'm on drugs. Mm -hmm. Pathological liar has no, literally no reason. They just like do it because they can do it. Whether it's, can, they just do it and cannot So which not one is Dirty it. Chad? I think Dirty Chad was a compulsive because he was trying to hide something at some point. I think he, I think he's both. Maybe became I don't I don't know I know. Um, this guy was just pathological because he had no reason to lie. Like he would have been a just a not a great boyfriend. Like he, but he would have been fine if he would have just told his truth. But he wanted to be something different and something more. Oh, that, okay, it's that's just so good. Chad. That's yeah. Chad. Because why lie about being a member at a golf? Club? Why lie about eyes? Why lie about yeah. you know like there was no reason. He would lie to get her excited about something, yeah. knowing that she wasn't going to have it. So he liked seeing her excited and then really letting her down. But he was so good at his lies. And she talks about how uh, 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 so many of her quotes like would resonate with you because she was just like, um, I, I knew probably a little bit of it was a lie. I never would have thought how much of it like her mind could not even go to the depths of where his lies went yep um mm. and so she was like i am i'm i'm guilty i've had to i'm telling you i need to talk to her you you do so then that was over so then they didn't found out his nickname like we have dirty chad she called him legion which is like the demonic possessions like when you see all the exorcist movies so the devil his name was legion well TikTok people done found Legion. So then oh. and outed his name. So then he did a live back to her and basically called her a liar. Oh, well, of course he will. Ex-girlfriends are now coming out of the woodworks and Facts. telling like Pop their off. story. But the girl, she did it so respectfully. She tried to keep everybody anonymous. OK, I want to know <clears throat> and spoiler. So how did she find out about all the lies was there a conversation between the two of them or like how did she know that like um 
because I can see the them like she finding out about something and then being like, oh, so uh, she was DTF about like how a did lot she of things. find the extent and the actual truths behind some of the original lies. She ended up talking to family members that are no longer in his life, but he lied about them being in his life. Mm-hmm. She ended up talking to ex-wife, um, and she basically, in her words, were, became the CIA, the FBI, and Homeland Security. There you go, girl. <laughs> she was DTF. Wow. So, oh my goodness, go watch it. It was. It's so good. Spell it. How does it? It's um, her TikTok name is Risa R E E S A Tisa T E E S A. Okay. Um, and I was I've told like my friends and I was like if you don't go watch this I'm not gonna be your friend anymore because I didn't know what to do with my life when it was over. Like That's trial. how good it was. <laughs> well, I guess I'll better we better reach out to her and get her on the show. <laughs> yes. Whew, goodness. Okay. So there's our news and we will see you Thursday. We're going to I wish we could end Virginia. with a, something fun. Oh, actually, you better tune in Thursday because Oh I might my have gosh. ran in. Speaking y'all, of legions and dirty chads. Y'all, April ran in and had not only did she run into Dirty Chad, not only did she have a conversation with Dirty Chad, she took a picture with him. It was Caroline's birthday present. <laughs> I sent her a picture of me and Dirty Chad. And I was so she was surprised cheesing. he was nice. Let's not even. Let's. So tune in I, Thursday. I cannot. He, he I sh- be ni- whenever he pays me back the money he owes me, <laughs> then he going to be nice. We'll see y'all on the next one. Okay, we're going to Virginia. Virginia, don't forget to. Stay aware. Stay alive. And always be DTF. Bye, bye, bye. Goodbye. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.